Warning, this podcast contains material not suitable for younger audiences. And some material that's not suitable for older audiences. If you're part of any age group, we've found a way to offend you. Run while you still can. We are the Hapless Heroes. Why are you getting invisible and grabbing this dude's junk? It was an accident. Not really. He's kind of hot. All right. <laughs> so I'm going He's to... actually ugly as fuck. <laughs> right. I don't judge. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Hapless Heroes. I am Francesco, and tonight I am going to be your host and DM. God help us all. <laughs> to my left, we have John playing Lord Jarrell the Light. Happy to be back. To his left, we have Mike playing Lord Captain Quinn Southwind the Benevolent. Benevolent. <laughs> the Benevolent, first of his name, and some other shit. Captain yeah. of the- <laughs> you, you did a pretty good job. I appreciate it. Hello. Hi. To his left, Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. Not a lord. (laughs) (laughs) And to his left, James playing Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. So Felix doesn't have a title. No. I'm okay with it. In Hoblet's head, he has it. I usually get fabulous or, you know. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like, it's fine. Yeah. I, you know, I, I want to make sure there's three for proper proper alliteration. Because, Thank you. you know, and really, everything's made up, and the titles don't matter. So right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this isn't real. So last time on the show, we kind of wrapped up the um, Tamasha here like scrying artifact arc. Also addressed quite a few branching storylines that ended up converging at the end there yeah mm-hmm. um which was actually kind of interesting to do you know where it's like we literally hopped from d like th- through three dms throughout that arc yep <laughs> to address all of the different things happening at the same time because hoblet well you know james's opportunity leaves so we'd had to decide we had, we had to send hoblet on his own fucking adventure and the rest of well the rest of the party was figuring out how to prove their innocence or at least you know this point slay zahir Lareshi, or sorry ashir alvarez the thing is while hoblet or while you guys were doing that hoblet was off fighting uh fighting some thugs I was fighting bad guys yeah the, from the evil lord crumb the evil lord crump was keeping food from his people yeah he saved so a bu- he in. saved a bunch of children in an orphanage yeah. well also <laughs> also committed brutal murders in front of them but May he have saved them. them probably traumatized them and learned- he was in the pizza oven for like we ruined their lunch. <laughs> I, I love that I have no context on this. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot better. fucking wait for you to listen to that episode. Uh, yeah, I'm, I yeah. feel like I have to go home and like listen to this. Again, what I will say is it's 
It's what happens when Hoblet is unchecked. We Hoblet was in for control. Two episodes. Right. I actually, <laughs> I actually he was the leader, and we were just fucking. Thank God I'm shit. back. I actually named the episode "Going Full Tarantino." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can just see like you know a more well dressed, slightly groomed Hoblet like on a commentary show after it's over with, like saying like. What had happened was between two <laughs> hammers with Hoblet, the yeah, Smasher? yeah, <laughs> so, something like that. Like you know, the Big Brother recap show at the end of the year where they've got everyone talking mm-hmm. about it at the end of it. Oh yeah, like something like that where Hoblet. So yeah, that was a thing. Freeze frame. Yeah. So you're wondering how I ended yeah. up here. The actor yeah. playing <laughs> the actor playing Hoblet in the Time TV out. show. Right. So, um, you've just at the end of our last episode, Hoblet had just shared that he was on this sort of mission to rescue Maven the Baker uh, from Lord Crump's men when he ran into you guys in the middle of another fight. Right. And Quinn's just sitting there like, I just kind of watched the dude and got laid. So like, this is all news to me. Yeah, literally. So. Yep. So we bring Quinn up to speed. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. Right. Um, Quinn's up to speed. You guys have all rested for the night. You know, the project has taken you in with open arms while people are erasing shit and fixing HP. Mike, do you want to give us a montage? (laughs) A montage of what? It's a long rest montage. Oh, sure. So Hobbit's telling Quinn all about his story and Quinn's just putting up his eyebrows like, what? Montage. This is a story montage. (laughs) Storytelling montage. Yeah. So everyone's caught each other back up to speed. And right. We're like, well, Zero can't process any of this shit. He's kind of overheating. It's a fucked up Zero montage. He's <laughs> <laughs> like Zero twitching. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys, Quinn's caught up with everything. You guys have all rested for the, for yeah. the evening. Uh, in the morning, Felix does come up to the group and he's like, um, so... While you guys go deal with the whole Hoblet scenario, um, Quinn, when you guys get back from that, you and I need to have a chat. I have an idea. Uh. No, no. You're <laughs> going to love it. It's going to make us money. Uh. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to confer with some of my colleagues here. i got to set a couple things up for us, um, but I'll have everything ready for you when we when you get back. Uh, so good luck, Zero. I'm sure you can take care of him. You know, it's gonna be fine. It should be pretty easy. It's just we you know whatever Hoblet's involved in, you guys will be fine. <laughs> I'm touched. Out of character while you're DMing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be real easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever the fuck Hoblet's gotten us into, we've got all the muscle. With so us right yeah, now, I know. except for Parabell. Hoblet's the reason why we're doing this, and you're the DM. Yeah, this is gonna go great. Right. So Hoblet, I guess, how do you approach your party to start the day? You have all the information here about Maven and like his whereabouts. So like, what do you tell everybody? Like, how far do you go? In your storytelling. In fact, Valentine. back it up. Who's Maven the Baker? I thought that's why we had the montage. Everyone's Do talking. We have- yeah, <laughs> montage, but, but Dave still has no idea what the fuck is going on. Hold on. on. Did we drop any knowledge on Maven the Baker, or is he still? He's just an old friend of yours. Yeah. Okay. Kidnapped. Okay. Um. So Maven the Baker is and was kidnapped. Yes. Okay. So he was not rescued during that episode. No. no. Okay. He was on his way to. 
All right. I was supposed to. He's still missing. Right. All and right. at this point now, he's been in captivity for about a day. So the, the short of it is, Hoblet saved a bunch of orphans or uh, the kids or something from uh, And my pizza. boy got took. Yeah. They were fighting over food. The They're fighting over food, right. and some Lord Crump was trying to take the food from the kids, and mm-hmm. Maven the Baker got you involved, and at the end of saving the kids, Maven the Baker got took. Yes. Okay, perfect. Oh, well, we, we murdered people, but Maven was already taken. Yes. So is Lord Crump is still alive then? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord yeah. Crump is like, has his hands way out of this. Yeah, like, oh, he's, take a lot to He's, right. he's yeah. in a, not a faraway <clears throat> kingdom, but like he's just, gotcha. he's outside of Tamasha here. He okay. has his own little barony. So he's, he's also he, got a large band of psychopaths that would probably <laughs> try to kill you if, if you try yeah, to Yeah, he just has some Lord like Crump. fanatic thugs pretty much. Right. That are doing. So his, this is not Lord Crump kidnapping. This right. is no, Lord they, Crump's. Crump's people right. yeah right gotcha. so we're to take out a band of their like we just basically got to go free my boy is he in a warehouse so this is not a knock on lord crump's door type thing no this gotcha. is a let's go kill some dudes and get my boy back okay. hopefully alive so we can, we can do, leave town. do you know what direction they went and do you know where they went yeah you have the location remember it was like something like uh i forgot the number but it was on fake street or i'm sorry fake Fake Street. <laughs> yeah, we're going. So I'm going to leave a blank and let you. I'm not even going to bother going back and remembering the, the arbitrary number I made up. We're headed to Fake Street. If you want to write it down, it's F A K E with a little fancy mark over it. <laughs> <laughs> fancy mark. I missed Accent. you, man. I missed you so much. Sure. Okay. Once we get there, we'll scope the joint out and see what our best plan is from there. How long until we get there? Oh, it would take you maybe 20 minutes, half hour to walk there. Right. Let's go to Fauquet Street. <laughs> sure. So you guys actually end up in the roughly the same area of town you were in when you were confronting um, the lieutenant in that alley. Mm. Um, like the just, seedy side of town, just outside. I feel the like market. this is what people call the other side of the tracks. Um, let me. Let's do just a, bizarre north. A quick. Know. That same dude who saw you being hoisted out of the crater. Yes. Sees you walking by and just kind of like eyes you <laughs> as you pass. Just back at it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what crater? The where tower. the bell tower the used tower. to be. Okay. Oh, right, right. Yeah. The random gotcha. stranger that yeah. feels. I'm sorry. You can see, okay. You can I was just making sure point, I, was, I was under the scene. Yeah. You can see at this point because you guys kind of passed the bell tower on your way to this part of the city. Like, there's already crews hard at work from the project, um, like restoring the area and rebuilding some sort of like structure. They've gotten a lot of it filled in at this point now already. And you can see that they're like moving stuff, like you know, using so like you know, like magic and other yeah, automatons to like take them yeah. along at all. And it turns out the Omega Project has a great deal of like internal expertise at reconstructing buildings that have been blown <laughs> up through magical means. Yeah. This is not their first rodeo. Mm-hmm. This is not their fiftieth rodeo. Right. Quick cleanup. But uh, you guys go further into um, the city. Yeah, you're definitely in more of the seedy part. Uh, you're kind of getting close to Spud Slosh House. Where you were before. Oh, I remember Spuds. Yeah, that's where you you know, ended your night last night. Um, 
and Fakhe Street is maybe another five blocks from here. So you guys continue down, you know, you're kind of brushing through some, you know, it's not as crowded in this area, but it's a little bit more on the smelly side, you know. Do we see any MRA signs for people who just think everyone should be able to use magic? I want to know if we're getting close to our target. Oh my God. <laughs> we're getting close to our target no, of offending this is, people. No, this is just, okay. It's just like mostly abandoned buildings or rundown buildings. Like this, this whole, okay. this whole place is in just like a, a good amount of disrepair. This is, this would be like the stereotypical place to bring someone to like hold them hostage, interrogate them. Like if you were going to take a, a hostage, trap. you would bring them here. Yeah. But, <laughs> and, and, so are we going to run into like the wrong hostages? Right. Like, are there going to be multiple hostages? That right. We... If you bust into the wrong room. Yes. And like, oh, that... I'm sorry. We didn't mean to save you. There, there's going to be a halfling and a... Carry on. There's yeah. going to be a gnome in a red, big red and white hat saying, I'm sorry, your hostage is in another building. <laughs> I'm sorry, your hostage is in another hovel. Right. So we move in. Okay. All right. As we're walking, I asked... So, Spuds, is, is he from Clan Mackenzie? Mm. I recall him being somewhat of a dog. Mm. I believe so, little lad. Little lad. This is zero asking. This. I know. No, he was, he was a little lad. <laughs> Spudge McKenzie. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No, pretty, yeah, I can't remember what I think I said Spud Spuds was McKenzie. He was, he was the dog. Spud McNaughton. The, Spuds McKenzie, I think, uh, was, uh, was, he was the um, he, he was the mascot uh, for Budweiser. Uh, Budweiser. Yeah. 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 yeah part of the dog. One, with right. The, the, yeah. Spot on his eye. Well, the mm-hmm. spot on his eye was Target's uh, mascot dog. Oh my I believe God. also a Jack Russell. Anyways, <laughs> it was also Wishbone. Well, I digress. I um, just fell into a trap of being pedantic, and I'm so fucking sorry, guys. <laughs> I, my my checks and balances failed on that. You're getting cut off. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna sit here and feel shame for a few you minutes. You should. All right. So so you guys approach you know the sort the address, of warehouse right? area. He's got the address. You're getting close to this warehouse. Uh, everybody, make perception checks. Okay, now I'm done feeling shame. Sorry. <laughs> what do you give me that look for, James? That look. Oh, he nat. He nat one on a perception. I got a two. At least, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what'd you do? Like, get a bug in your eye? Like, I mean, it's not that, it's not <laughs> it, that bad of a. Actually, it's exactly what happened. Damn it! And for sorry. the next. Ugh, I'm so sorry. Minute. Um, you are. Partially blinded, meaning you're your let's say your attacks have disadvantage. Sold out by your fellow player. I'm sorry, but that's for the hilarious. next minute. Yeah, it's right. one minute. Right. I rolled one d4. It was gonna be that many minutes. It's only ten rounds. Right. Hoblet, Hoblet kind of he, he brushes off to the side. You're having, yeah, to you're having some get trouble this. getting it out of there. Yes. Like, <laughs> at this point, you have like you're holding your eye open and you're trying to like you know stick your finger in there to get it yes. out of there because it's like really hard. Making it worse. Yeah. Sausage finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what? It's bigger on his fucking eye socket. Quinn, what did you have? I rolled a twenty. A twenty? Nat twenty? No. Okay. And zero? zero. For perception, uh, has a thirteen. So Quinn. You're the only one okay. who sees that um, while the front door of this, like, sort of, it's, it's, it's almost like this, this warehouse is just a, it's like it's, it's part of its own block, right? It takes up, like, an entire, like, minor, like, city block. Um, the entrance is on the side of an alley, and you can see that the, the doors have been, um, like, they're, 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 they're somewhat open. There's actually a chair sitting 
like you know sitting outside the front of it and there's a, a dude uh f- totally asleep in the chair in front of the door um he's got a red bandana on and wearing leather armor uh i whisper to hoblet if the red does the red bandana mean anything to you Ah, oh, yes we're close the bandanas are for those lousy crunk supporters. <laughs> I get it now. No. <laughs> you just get it. Um, you missed all of this when you guys were gone on Labor Day. Now I get the MRA. No. <laughs> oh my God. No. I was like, oh, Not MRA, just anyone was... can use magic. That yes, was funny. but no. Yeah. <laughs> like we went there. And at this point, like it's like we so were are we making, making Tamasha here great again. That's actually yeah. it's Talduria. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're making all of Talduria great again. Yeah, I, I don't think that. Let's just we're just yeah. gonna move on. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna take it as right that really, Lord Crump the really orange is. Uh, this. Listen, this is this is fantasy. This is a right. fantasy world. Right. Okay. Yeah. Any it's Crump. Any... I'm so glad I asked about the red man. None of that. They just clicked everything into place. All right, great, awesome. All right, so I let him know that the man sitting outside the mm-hmm. uh, is asleep and wearing a red band- bandana. Yeah, and you guys are still far enough away that if you were to approach with caution, you probably wouldn't even wake him up. You say probably. Yeah, you're probably won't wake here. him up. Is my watch me wake up? You can up. also, I mean, there's like you know, this, this is only it's one side of the building ear. as well, right? This is only one side of the building as well, so. Um, I'm okay with that. I mean, if he's asleep, like that's our best shot at sneaking in. Yeah. Um, whatever. Fuck it. You do you have good um, stealth? <laughs> oh, okay. None you of us do. Oh, we're I'm just walking, the only one. Yeah, we're just walking up like a bunch of. Big thugs ready to kick um, the door. Okay, in. so how about I do a little, um, what's the word I want? Scouting. Okay. Um, Why don't so you give me a stealth check then? I'm going to sneak up around the um, man sitting in the chair sleeping and just kind of peer in through the door. Sure. But we're all waiting maybe 20, uh, 25 feet up the street. Yeah, it's an alley. Okay, okay. Yeah. Also going to cast invisibility on myself. Oh, okay. Sounds so good. I feel like that's going to be a smart idea. Sure. So you do that, but also give me a stealth check just to see how quiet you're, you're, you're being while you're invisible. Because there's a mask sound. Ten. Ten? Okay. You make it to him. Yeah. You make it to him. And he's still asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a quick perception check. Oh, nat 20. 20. He's got, a, he's got a, a, a ring of keys on his hip. Okay. And you can see that when he's passed out, he actually has a curved dagger in his other hand. His, 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 one, his one hand is kind of like like hung over the back of the chair, and then the other arm is like slumped over in his lap, and he's got like a, like a curved dagger in his hand, and, would, and then you know the keys are on his left hip, so that was the side that you're looking at right now. Do it. You won't do it. You won't do All right, it. so I'm going to attempt to take the dagger first. Sleight of hand? Yes. 13. You could cut the tension with a fucking knife in here. You take it. 
And Sorry. <laughs> that was like really, really. Like, I, I just I imagine, got scared. I imagine Quinn doing that <laughs> as he's taking the right, and then like, he so. he kind of goes like, oh, like 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 almost like like stirs a little bit, and then he just goes back to sleep. So I now have a curved dagger. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what that was. Okay, he's still sleeping. All right, I am going to take the keys, the ring of keys. It's uh, okay. How it. So it's attached to his belt. His... It's like an iron ring that has like sort of like a like a clasp mm-hmm. that you, so you, have, you kind of have to like push it together and then set to like you know, and like pull it apart to separate. You know, it has like the it's almost mm-hmm. like that locking mechanism built right into it. Sure, so it locks into itself in this perfect circle. So okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to take it. Okay. <laughs> What'd you get? Fuck <laughs> sandwich. A whole fucking fuck what do you sandwich. Think you got? Is it a net one? <laughs> so so he doesn't get the keys. No. Damn it. So what happens is I can't give myself bardic inspiration, right? You can't. It's, I can. and, and if you well, net, it really and matter. if you net one, it doesn't fucking matter. So you jingle Should, like like you, you, you can't you, use that on people. If you, you go to go for the keys, Quinn, right? Mm-hmm. And instead, you grab him right by the by the the family jewels instead. Oh, you oh, grabbed no, his yeah. cock! You're no longer using that. <laughs> yeah, no. And you, you he, yeah. he he yelps, and then tries to stab you with the dagger that is not in his hand, just and instead is you. just tries to like kind of like 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 almost like blunt and like punch you because he thinks he's trying to stab you. Uh, it's like a re- little reaction there. Uh, is he gonna get it? Uh, Fifteen against your AC. Well, wouldn't he be at disadvantage? Since He's I'm unarmed. Invisible? Oh, you are invisible, aren't mm-hmm. you? Um, yeah, he would be. Yeah, no. So he just kind of swings in the air, and he doesn't see anybody there. Good call on the invisibility. Yeah. But he's, he's awake now. Awake. He's awake, and he he doesn't have his dagger. He's like kind of like like patting himself down, like he thinks that maybe he had a bad dream or something like that, you know. But now he's like searching the ground for his. Uh, you know his knife. We see that he's up now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like shuffling about. Do we kind of like try to like duck and, a little into the wall so that? Yeah, I'm assuming you guys were keeping yourselves like further away, hidden away. Yeah. 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 Um, can I? You're not just standing there in the middle of the street while he fidgets <laughs> with this. Why the, fuck, the, why the fuck would that make it? Right. You know, like, why are you getting Nate? Why are you getting invisible and grabbing this dude's junk? It was an accident. Not really. He's got a. Alright. <laughs> so I'm going He's to actually shoot. ugly as fuck. <laughs> right. I don't judge. So Like one of his eyes is higher okay, than the stop. other. <laughs> <laughs> um Let's say that the keys shifted accidentally and I just grabbed mm-hmm. for the wrong area. Okay. Anyway. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh I'm going to attempt to Grapple him? Uh huh. Hold on, I'm trying to decide what I want to do. I he let to... go before he grappled him. Yes, you've let go. <laughs> I just. Oh, I did. <laughs> I'm not still squeezing. No. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. I guess it would be what a strength contest. So you're gonna try? Like, I guess, like, what are you trying to do? Um. Yeah, I'm. Knock so, I'm a little I guess knock knock him into the wall, like knock him out, maybe. Like I don't want to kill him. How? 
Like, like I do want to kill him. Put why? Him yeah. Why wouldn't I want to kill him? Right. All right. I'm just gonna stab him. With I'm just gonna sword. stab him with my with the dagger because it's in my hand. With, with his, his knife. own weapon. Sure. Yeah, He's going to gut this guy. I, <laughs> I sure. I'll give you advantage on the roll. Ooh. You should have like ultra advantage. Um, what's the... He's invisible. Um, he doesn't see it coming. So 15 plus... We're at three now, right? Proficiency? Yeah, plus your dex. So 15 plus dex. 17. I'm at 20. Yeah. So that definitely hits. All right. And then it would be what? A D6? D4 with a dagger. Two plus my dex, right? Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also fails a constitution save and is now poisoned. Ooh. Poison damage. That's going to hurt. Do I, am I aware of this? You're going to roll 2d6 poison damage against him. What? 11. 11? Yep. Uh, he falls to the ground unconscious, not dead. Okay. The poison seems to have coagulated in, in his blood. And uh, stopped him from bleeding out, but he is unconscious on the ground. Cool. All right. Holy shit! The dagger does n- not look like it is coated in venom at this point, though. But I've seen his blood coagulate. Oh yeah. So obviously he's I know not something like like you see there. a wound there, and you see there's blood in there, but nothing is pouring out, or it's right. pour- it's coming out very, very, very slowly. Okay. So I clearly am aware that something is going on with this dagger. Yes. Okay. Or at least something was either, 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 whether it was coated in something, whether it's the dagger itself, you have no idea. Sure. Okay, so he's lying on the ground. I'm going to... And you're un, you're not invisible anymore now because you've performed an attack. Right. So we um, see this. So we're going to come up now. Mm-hmm. We're all going to come up and like maybe take a look inside. Are there windows on the first floor of this building? Um, yeah, most of them are broken out. The first floor itself looks like in, uh, it's in pretty big disrepair. This used to be a storehouse. Um, most of the shelves are empty. There's some broken crates and boxes. However, um, there are a couple. There, you know, sort of. And if we're looking at the actual floor itself, it's about 200 feet wide, right? And then it goes in about um, what don't we say like 75 feet. Okay, so it's just this long sort of building. Uh, you guys are entering in from the middle of the like long side, so you're kind of staring out in front of you, 75 feet. And it's 100 feet on either side of you. There are three sets of stairs, um, one in like the sort of the center of the building, and then another set to your left, about in about 50 feet. Another set to your right, about 50 feet. Those seem to go up to smaller like rooms that were built on platforms. You know what I mean? So there's a big open space in here. It's mostly storage space. But it's almost like little offices have been constructed on like a, like a loft. You know what I mean? Just in little sections of this area, of this place. Before we move on, I grab the keys off the guy. Yeah. Yeah. You do that. Just wanted to. Um, there's, a, there's a couple areas towards the left as well where there's like larger, almost like um, like within there, like almost like garage doors. Mm-hmm. Like they're not like garage doors, but they, they just look like these, like, these just longer doors that would be like lifted up and over, like almost like storage um, cabinets. Mm. Or not storage cabinets. What are they? Like storage pods or whatever. Right. Um, and then to the right, it's just, you know, a bunch of broken shit. No no guys, though. No guys. Um, make me a perception check. Fucking fucks. <laughs> Before cool. we determine, I want to make, um, since we're now breaching a building, uh, mm-hmm. Zero is going to be set up with... Um, with his uh, shield and hand crossbow. 
instead Great. of the big one. Yeah, I've okay. got this is my... more of a breaching setup. Yeah. I'm going to put the dagger into whatever sheath I've got um, and then uh, pull out my rapier and shield. Okay. So what's everybody's perception? Two. Eighteen. Fifteen. Eight. <laughs> Period. <laughs> um, that I was going to say 18. Too. You, th- no. you think you hear some voices somewhere in between some of the shelves and things like that off to your left. Probably about, you're thinking maybe 30 or 40 feet from you somewhere, you know, we've weaved through like the shelves and, and other areas. There's, there's some voices talking. Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of, well, all right, so I'm trying to be stealthy here. Do you guys want to follow me, or do you want me to scout again? I think we should just open the door if we're not seeing anyone. Well, I hear Jar- that. Jarrell would be. You already opened the door. Okay. Yeah, the door yeah, was in. open. We have the keys. Right, so we're in the warehouse. I hear voices to my left. I want to get closer to see if I can hear what they're saying. All right. Yeah, let's sneak over there. All of us? I feel like we're not in a spot... I feel like you guys have been rolling like shit right now. Yeah. But we don't, to, we don't want to leave you alone in this situation right. either. You're, You're also rolling stealth at disadvantage. Is anybody, does any, you have spells, you have spells. Mm-hmm. I have everything. you have a ranged weapon. So yeah. we're just ready to I think ass. you guys standing back is not going to be a problem. Fine. Go investigate. speaking. So how are you advancing then? Or how are you moving through I'm this I'm going place? to like the pink the panther. Uh, so we're at the door. I'm going to kind of stay against the wall and go toward the shelving that I hear the voices at. Okay. I mean, it's it's in, though. Like, you're going you're gonna to be kind of weaving yourself in between shelves and crates so and boxes there's, and stuff. So to my left, there are shelves and crates. So It's I'm, kind of all over the place. You know uh, what I mean? There's rows and rows and rows of them. Sure. I guess I'm just going to kind of make my way to a shelf here. A shelf yeah, there, just kind of in between. Give me a, to, yeah, give me a stealth check. To the, the voices. That's uh, a sixteen plus five, twenty-one. Okay, yeah. So you kind of you're kind of squeezing yourself through some different areas. You know, you're stopping every now and again to listen to kind of reorient yourself. Um, are you guys just staying back exactly where you are now? No, I. I feel like we should keep him as close as we can to within eye shot. It's going to be very difficult with how much uh, he's moving around. You'll be able to, you, you might be able to kind of get an idea of where he's moving, but um, I, mean, I will, I will need nominal closer. stealth checks from the rest of you. You So Hoblet and Jarrell would be rolling a disadvantage. A disadvantage stealth check for Hoblet, you might as well fail him. You never know. No, I know. Well, so you guys are moving towards Zero me. also well, has well, to make at a distance. I mean, I can't cast a spell if I can't see somebody. Like, you're 40 right. foot in we don't want you to just Bob and Weaver. Yeah. Right, like, we'd like to be, I'd like to be closer to you. If it's all the same, Zero also has to check at disadvantage there because of armor. Right. Shit sandwich. This almost put me in more danger. Okay, let's go. Jarrell, what do you got? Seven. Okay. What's your stealth? 11. Minus one. Yeah, What's it? 11 for six, zero? Yeah. Uh, seven. Seven for Hoblet. You guys are keeping far back enough that, like, you know, y- y- there's a rattling of the, ch- you know, chain links in your armor, but no attention gets drawn to Quinn. So, like, there's, like, a rattle of, like, the chain links in your armor, Hoblet, right? Quinn hears a couple voices being like, hey, did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Let's go check it out. Quinn, you see in the next aisle over three guys. Okay. Uh, one dude kind of like real real beefy type dude, like real like uh, just super muscular, like um, and then the other two guys like in tow, like behind Can him. one of them be an older bald gentleman? Sure. <laughs> okay. One of them is definitely an older bald gentleman. <laughs> um, and they start walking in the general direction that they're going, passing right by you. Okay. Uh, you ooh. guys can be like you. Like I'm gonna give it a couple. I'm gonna give you a couple seconds to make a decision, yeah. and then they're gonna round and see you. So what do you do? I'm going to flank them. Uh huh. What? Like what do you mean? Like go well, get behind so them? So I'm gonna come in behind them. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna basically follow them out because I I know where they're going. Okay. Um. So you're following behind them. Behind the three. And then they spot. Hoblet and Jarrell just literally just standing there. <laughs> and the one big beefy dude raises like kind of like his eyes, his eyes go wide and he points at Hoblet. He's like, there's the dwarf from the other night. Get him, boys. We're going to roll initiative. Yes. There's three of these clowns. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Jarrell, what do you got? 16. Quinn. Five. Zero. Six. Hoblet. Five. <laughs> and he goes ahead of me. Quinn's definitely going first. Yeah. <laughs> or, I'm sorry. A first is in like ahead of you. Jarrell, it is uh, your turn. What are you doing? I, you see them all. Yeah. Clearly, they spotted us. They know what's up. I'm going to raise my shield and just charge at them with my shield and my longsword. Yeah. I imagine you're doing sort of like a sick hop over like a half, like half shelf or something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like kind of like, uh, like sliding across the hood of a car. Yeah. And just up and bounding at them. Yeah. You can make it to them. I'm going to attack with my longsword. Okay. So it's a 16. 16? Uh, which one are you hitting? The big guy or the... the... big one. <laughs> we'll call him number two. Uh, no, it clings off of his breastplate. Okay. Um, I have two attacks per action. Yep, so you take another attack action. Big guy. That's part of your... So oh, I'm gonna use my inspiration. Guy. Yeah, because I'm definitely From last feeling episode. inspired. Oh, are nothing, you kidding me? Nothing. He rolled a four. Used the inspiration and rolled another four. That's terrible. Yep. Yeah, yep. rotten luck. Unfortunately, also how it works. This guy is uh, kind of overpowering you a little bit. Like you know, okay. he's 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 easily deflecting your blows. So he so he's, <laughs> par- he's parrying. Yeah. <laughs> the king king. Big guy is going to attempt to actually um, bull rush through Jarrell to Hoblet. Okay, so he's trying to push me out of the way. So you and I are going to first have a strength contest. Okay. He nat 20'd. Oh, man. He just manhandles me. He literally just, like, throws you out of the way and, like, pushes you, shoves you out of the way and just runs, like, you know... Full bore at Hoblet, and we'll make like uh, he remembers you, but you don't yeah, remember so him. That bull rush <laughs> is that a bonus action that he's using to do that, or that is correct? Okay, cool. Because I'm making this up right now. Sounds awesome. I I, I like how it works. I just want to make sure that I can borrow a maneuver like that in the future. Yeah, I haven't it. written this. I don't have any stat sheets in front of me. I rolled some hit points and I made up some abilities and weapons. Nice. So he's going to attempt to uh, come down on you with his great sword, and then he nat once. 
So he critically succeeded at pushing Jarrell right the fuck out of the way. <laughs> but in his blind rage, failed to see that Zero actually just had his foot out. And uh, this dude completely trips up and lands, like, kind of try to, tries to catch himself with a thud on the floor and just rolls towards you the rest of the way. And uh, he's on his back looking up at you with a, a, a bead of sweat drips down his brow. What an the, ape. The other two thugs will attempt to attack uh, Jarrell, though. Okay. And they're each going to swing. Uh, we'll say we're gonna, they're going to attack you with some spears. Okay. 16 against your armor, or sorry, 17 against your armor class is not going to do it, probably. Nope. And the other one is absolutely not going to do it. Uh, and they're going to make one more attack. Okay. Each. Ooh. Uh, one crits you. Damn. So I deflect two of them, and then one gets a fucking jab in. Mm-hmm. So you're taking 14 piercing damage from the crit. Okay. And we're going to go into zero. All right. Um, so a real good jab on you. The yeah. two uh, henchmen that uh, got inside on Jarrell, mm-hmm. Zero is going to um, step up into that one with his shield out. Okay. So sort of intervene on the combat to, you know, split them off. So, uh, you know, each of them is okay. kind of one-on-one instead of two-on-one now. All right. And is going to fire off two quick hand crossbow rounds right into the guy. Sounds good. He can do it from melee range due to crossbow he is, expert. That's correct. So go for so, it. And as he's barreling in, he just yells, breaching mode active. And then just fires like two yeah. crossbow bolts like, real quick. Just snaps two off real quick. First attack is a... 22 yep. against AC. Yep. All right. It's D6 plus three, so that's going to be seven piercing damage. Okay. Yeah, he takes that. All right. And the second one out of hand crossbow is going to be 10 plus seven. That's a 17 against AC. Um. Yes, that will do it. That'll do <clears> it. And for another D6 plus three, that's eight damage piercing. He did. <laughs> just like, just, just say, yeah, like two perfect shots, one to the chest, one to the forehead. He's out. We're out to win hearts and minds here. Hey. I like that. You're good, you. <laughs> Quinn. Okay, so currently I am behind the last mm-hmm. minion. You're doing it from behind. So, advantage? Sure. Uh, yeah, why not? I like you. About to fuck him up. Good things go to those who ask for advantage. <laughs> uh, so I've got a 20 with my rapier. Yep. Which then is a D8. Do you get an extra attack too? Because Oh, wait. Because you're a... Don't steal my thunder. College of Valor. Don't steal my thunder. Okay. <clears throat> I get a D8 plus two plus two because I have a dueling feat. Nice. Which is only six. Okay. But that's still awesome. Take six. And I have, I'm going to use my action surge to... But hold on. Oh. When you take the attack action... Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're not a level five bard. Not you yet. are a level four bard and a level, a level one fighter. level three bard, level two fighter. Never mind. You don't have extra attack. But I have action surge. You do. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to action surge and do it again. And I hit him with 24. Mm-hmm. Is the D eight again? Five plus two plus two is nine. Uh, yeah, you stabbed the shit out of him. Yes. Um, and he's also dead. Yes. 
<laughs> Guys, we're fucking destroying them. Yeah. Just gotta get the big guy now. Hoblet. <laughs> He's prone. Mm-hmm. On his back, in front of you. That's how I like him. <laughs> Just asking to be smashed in the face with a hammer. <laughs> a single bead of sweat turns to two. <laughs> it's almost like you can hear him puckering. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's puckering, all right. <laughs> Perception check? <laughs> yeah, Body I check. I was going to... Yeah, we're just... We're... We're going to swing Trixie down on him. Okay. Am I at advantage because he's on his back? Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's a 17. It is a 17. Um, he actually manages to parry that with his uh, with his sword, miraculously enough. All right. Well, I am going to use my war priest and do it again. And do it again. I did roll one of them as a nat one. The other one came out as a twenty. Yeah, unmodified. Un yeah, or modified. modified twenty. Yeah, that hits him. <laughs> Uh, six. Six bludgeoning damage? Six bludgeoning. Yeah, he takes that. He'll take it. Oof. Ja Rule. <laughs> All right. Uh, because this I realized might be that he, murder. Yeah. I realize that he's targeting um, Hoblet. I'm going to use Shield of Faith on Hoblet. Bitchin'. So he's got what? Plus four AC? Uh, plus two. Plus two to his AC for the duration of the yeah. spell. Okay. Is that a bonus action or is that a. So, uh, yeah. That's yeah. your bon- so that's your bonus action. Yeah. Uh, so as, as my first action, then I'm going to just attack him again. You you do that. Yeah. Yeah, I got uh, 25. Oh, yeah. And that's one attack. You yep. get two of those. And that does seven. Okay. And then, yeah, I'm just going to attack again. And that's a 22. Okay. And how much damage does that do? Five. Nine. Sorry. Nine damage. Yeah, delicious. Um, so I do fifteen damage to him and put. Oh, you put faith. you put a serious hurting on this dude. He's not looking great. Uh, he's going to try to stand up and um, actually provide do a whirlwind attack. Um, it's just like spinning blades on all of you. <laughs> You're making this shit up. Yes. <laughs> You're desperate, is what Hold this on. is. This um, is this smells of desperation. He doesn't he doesn't want his bad guy to be as much of a uh, pushover as mine was. <laughs> a I think this is the real bad guy. Only a um, eleven against Jarrell's AC, a twenty four against Hoblet's AC. Fuck. A twenty against Quinn's AC. Stupid. And zero's close enough, I think. I oh, know he's not. Well, what is it? Oh, I'm not close enough to it. Oh, probably not close no, to I it. might be next but to those the rest guys. Of you got, be... The rest of you guys got a little stabby on him. Yeah. So the two of you who got hit are both taking... Hoblet, you're taking 13 slashing damage. Quinn, you're taking 12 slashing damage. I'm taking 11 slashing damage. Okay. From cutting words? Yep. Okay. Zero. Which didn't fucking help, but 
Zero turns on his heel. He still has both his shield up with his uh, left arm mm-hmm. and the crossbow, uh, hand crossbow up with his right arm and just snaps off another two quick shots right from where he is. Yep. First one is a 16 and 7. I'm going to assume that's going to beat it, but I don't feel like mathing it. Oh, yeah. 23. Yeah. That definitely had some. D6 plus 3. That's going to be 4 total damage. Second attack with the hand crossbow is a 20 against AC. Yep. 4. Oh, yeah. Nine damage. Uh, yeah, he's dead. Cool. Got him. Two, two real good hits again. Yeah. Zero, having murdered two of them, twirls the hand crossbow on his finger and slams it into his holster. Nice. 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 You still have the firearm I gave you, too. Yes, he does. Um, the baddest holdout weapon in the universe. Which I'm sure uh, the project has already found a way to make you ammo for. Ooh. That'll get sexy. So, the combat's over. Guys are a little beat up, but um, you there was that was that, that kind of caused some commotion and some ruckus. Um, you can uh, you can hear someone from like the office area, like you know loft area to the left, further call out and be like, "Hobbit, I know you're down there. Might as well just come in this now. I got your boy Maven." Maven, are you still alive? Uh, There's no response. He don't look too good, but I'll tell you what. You can have him back. You and me go one-on-one, my friend. Any funny business, and I kill him. But otherwise, we just just try to figure out who's the strongest here. Greco-Roman. Yep, you know what? (laughs) That's fine. What's this fuck's name again? You don't know yet. I don't know yet. You don't even know who this dude is. Yeah, okay. I don't know who he's talking. He knows you, though. Show yourself. So he kind of kicks open the door. Giant lumbering mountain. I feel like this is like, <laughs> like one of those like Wolverine saber tooth moments. Right. You like see some dust fly out from like the, the like the balcony area. He's... It's no half measures, though. It's either a lumbering dude barrels out of there or a halfling barrels out of there. <laughs> right. You hear a few thuds of footsteps, and out the door walks a three-foot-tall human male, or I'm sorry, a, a halfling male. He's got, like, he's literally, like, he's got, like, two ba- like, bandoliers across his uh, chest, all just lined with daggers. Um, you know, he's actually, he's, he's even got one kind of twirling between his fingertips. He's got a make Telduria great again uh, bandana across his forehead. His hair is kind of like um, un- like unnaturally spiked, kind of behind it, because he's put some product in this, probably some like you know some wax or whatnot. It's looking like a real tool, <laughs> like a mall ninja. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he kind of cracks his knuckles, and he says. You ready to go, my friend? You must be the clown that Crump put in charge here. Yep, RJ Clown. That's me. And you actually see he's got a little name tag. It says just clown on it. I'm always ready to go. I really hope that neck cracking uh, sound makes it in. I think it did. I think it did. You were both like just cracking stuff like ready. Right. Like, like Hoblet literally is sitting in the chair here. Yeah. All right, we're going to make this a fair fight. Uh, I need one of these uh, bumbling idiots here to, to kind of officiate. Okay, someone want to give us a count of three or some shit? 
No. Gerald smiles. All right, go. And he throws a dagger right at you. Ooh. Um, sticks into one of the chain links in your armor. Doesn't doesn't get it, but he's going to pull another one off and with his offhand fling it at you too. Uh, this one's going to be a uh, 15. is not going to hit you either. No. Okay. Still got so that plus two you and I are rolling initiative. Just the two of you. <laughs> yes. If anyone else decides to do anything during this combat, some weird shit's going to happen. Now, when you say anything, we have to let them... There are things that can be done that are fairly stealthy. Okay, well, you tell me what happens, because you might be the, the person responsible for maybe the baker uh, dying today. I got this, boys. You give me a wink. <laughs> Hoblet, what's your initiative? Safe word. Three. Nice. <laughs> this, the, the word is cucumber. <laughs> safe cucumber. word is, safe word is cucumber. <laughs> or Wisconsin. I'll, I'll, I'll react to either. Deal. Either one of those and we'll stop and pushing if you say, the sex tape. If you say Wisconsin cucumber, then I, all hell's breaking loose. Okay. <laughs> it just gets crazy. All right. You're going to see him take two more daggers, kiss each one of them, <laughs> and then fling them at you. Um, I don't think a 16 is going to do it. That's the highest one he got. However, you're going to see that with his bonus action, he's going to uh, throw down a like a little like little small ball. It looks like from his like, a, like, almost, like almost like a ball bearing. And then when it hits the ground, a giant puff of smoke erupts, and the this uh, the whole 20 foot radius around him is um, heavily obscured. Cage match. Okay. Hoblet. <laughs> Come on, Hobbit. <laughs> Come on, So Hobbit's in that 20-foot area, correct? Correct. So we can't even see what they're doing in there. Correct. Cage match. Two <laughs> nerds enter. One nerd leaves. Then one nerd leaves afterward after being declared the victor. <laughs> I'm just trying to decide how... Smash, man. You gotta smash. You agreed to this fight. He's throwing daggers at you. We can't even really help at this point. I mean, we could. Yeah, but we might get that guy killed. Jarrell knows that for sure. Now, okay. Well, hold on a second. Okay, tell me. While he's thinking about what he's going to do. Just thinking. Okay. Right now. So, the rule was that we couldn't interact with the fight. Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. So anything else is fair game. Yep. Well, as maybe. long as it doesn't interact with the fight. I mean, uh, if you're going to get this guy doesn't qualify it as funny business. It's up to you. He says no funny business. Whatever he determines yeah, to be. Yeah, funny business is an ambiguous term. <laughs> right. right. So I would argue that pretty much anything you're thinking of might be funny business, but, but you, he's you, currently you just you let me know once Hablet's done. I'm going to address what you guys are doing all at once, and then we're going to go okay. back to his turn. Right, so right. I'm, I'm going to swing Trixie. Okay, uh, you're at disadvantage because you can't see him. Oh, he can't. Oh, it's like a big pop. Oh, I thought it was just obscured to everybody else. No, you too. You too. You're in the fog. Yeah. Can he see me through this? I don't know. Maybe. But you're he's swinging wildly. Swing, dude. Just don't swing. Wait, what else are you gonna wait do? Wait a minute. I've got another route that I can go here. This fucking slippery little bitch. I have a spell. I have a spell called Hold Person. Uh huh. I'm like, but I don't know if I have to see him. 
or if it's just one. I mean, you have to know where he is. Yeah, I feel like you have a yeah, and rate. it's a save, right? First line says, "Choose a humanoid you can see with." Yeah, range. so you can't see, but you yeah, yeah. You, you you can't you can't see him at all. So right now you can't. Fucking twat. Yeah, uh, I'll I'm gonna swing. Okay. I'm gonna swing tricks. At disadvantage. At disadvantage. Do like a discus swing. Twelve. Wait a minute. I'm gonna use guided strike. Yeah. So add ten to that. Yeah. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Oh yeah, you connect. Okay. Good. So Let's now. See that damage. Yeah. You 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 you, you kind of see that he was still kind of doing some momentum in front of him. Six. Six. Trixie is off today. All right. I mean, he takes it. You hear a oof, and he actually hits the ground, um, and kind of stands back up. You know where he's standing now, at least. I'm gonna swing again. With, war, with War Priest? It. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Because I can do that three times and I've only done it once. Mm hmm. Uh, so 25. 25, yeah, that hits him. 11. 11 damage? Yeah. yeah. Oof. He's not looking great. What are the rest of you guys doing now? You kind of hear the fight happening in the cloud uh, of like smoke, but you don't see anything. You thought you might have heard the clang of a hammer hit something. Take that, you little bitch. You heard that, too. Jarrell's just kind of trying to watch because he well, knows... Well, sounds like he's doing awesome. well. <laughs> I just wanted to give you the opportunity now in case you wanted to do anything cheeky or any sort of, any sort of cheeky bullshit. I wanted to make sure that I gave you the opportunity should you want to use it. I'm not saying you should or should not. I am only giving you a brief moment in time here to do something... Well, he's kind of like standing outside, bored, while just like battling I to mean, the death. And <laughs> you're doing so well on your own. Sounds good. Hoblet. Sounds good. I'm Hoblet. He's off. our dwarf. If he can't do it, one of us will have to. Okay. Yay. <laughs> this dude is going to. You're going to. He's bloody. Zero's he looks like shit. And he says, uh, he says, he kind of like spits some bloody. He's like, you're coming down with me, bud. And you see him take from his pockets, or you know, from these bandoliers, two jars of alchemist's fire. And he's going to throw them down at the ground at his feet. The ground, the smoke, and the two of you are engulfed in flames. Like the entire area is almost like this giant chemical explosion. Jeez. Because this smoke bomb was definitely not just like smoke, it was flammable. Uh, make me a dexterity saving throw. I'm sorry, I didn't do anything. Well, it wouldn't have ended any better. A dexterity save? Yes. Unless we would have just killed him. I just felt like I him. wanted to be on a roll. And I didn't. Both yep. of you take we'll 22 have, fire damage. Yep. We'll just have to give him first aid. Yep, and he and you and he's yeah, he actually is just a charred puddle on the ground, but now the entire warehouse is on fire. Because it's made of wood. Okay, so I... But so now dead. they can see that he's gone. Yeah, he's dead. Okay. But so, but everything is on fire now. Can I, I'm going to run into the room where he bur like busted out of. Yeah, you can see uh, un like bloodied, uh, his head down, like completely, you're not sure if he's unconscious or dead, uh, is uh, a, a dwarf. Hostage of... A sorts. dwarf tied to a chair, sure. yeah, with just blood everywhere and just like a whole manner of tools in here that were probably being used to like torture right, the I dude. I yell for Zero's help. Yeah, 
Zero, yeah, shoulder down right through the door. He, yep. You know, he's not wasting any time. Sure, this fire is spreading very quickly. Yeah. So I need everybody, Rather. everybody, as you kind of, as the, you're coming down the stairs and trying to make your way towards the exit again, make dexterity saving throws, everybody. All right. Jarrell. I got a two. <laughs> Quinn. Uh, 24. Zero. Uh, let's see, a seven. Oh, boy. And how about I think I saw you nat one that? You did see me nat one that. Okay. That was the thing that you saw. So, um, everybody but Quinn. And the best thing is my dexterity Sorry, is minus one, so it's a, technically it's a zero. <laughs> you guys take six bludgeoning damage and three fire damage from falling debris. Mike, you only take the three fire damage uh, from like some sparks and stuff that fly up. So was it six bludgeoning plus three fire, you said? Correct. So nine damage total. I was just separating that in case anyone had resistance yeah. to anything. I don't think you do, but I still do that. Okay, uh, you guys are still pl- you know heading towards the exit. I'm assuming that's all I took. Yeah, I'm just being a dick, adding a sense of danger to this whole yeah. situation. Zero continues to he just takes it on the chin, shoulders you know soldiers on, carries this dude as far out as his turn will let him. Okay, one sec. Okay, you guys actually make it out of the door before a uh, support beam collapses in front of the exit. So we all make it through? Yes, you do. Sweet. Good job, guys. That was close-ish. Um, so you get Maven kind of on the ground. I'm actually, do you guys clear the building a bit? Are you stopping yeah, when yeah, you get we, outside? We like, where are you going? Bit. Yeah. Okay. So the fire continues raging. You guys kind of continue. What, do you go further into the alley or back towards the city Hold on a second, proper? gentlemen. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm assuming Maven, you still have him in the chair because he's tied up. Yeah. 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 We didn't yeah. take the time to untie him at right. that point. I'm going to use cure wounds on <laughs> That's why I figured you healing well, him would be I would like yeah, a smarter. That's a good idea. Someone to make a medicine check, please. <laughs> Hoblet's going to do it because Hoblet's going to run over to him. Yeah. Do it. As soon as we get away, I'm going to run over to my buddy. Make a medicine check on him. 12. Um, he's not breathing. CPR. Um, I'll use uh, cure wounds. I don't know if that would help. Uh, it doesn't seem to have any effect. All right. Hoblet is going to cast revivify. Okay. Revivify. You were just trying to make revivify. And well, no, revivify. It also up. actually costs a very expensive material component. Um, so you're docking yourself essentially. I think it was like 500 gold to resurrect this dude because it's it costs 300. a di- 300 gold. There you go. A diamond. It's, it requires oh, right, a right, diamond right. worth yeah. 300 gold GP or more. So. I'm assuming, you know, you're just, like, you've had this reagent or whatever, but, like, yeah, you're just going to deduct that from your total gold. How much is your friend's life worth? Right. 300 gold. He better pay me back. (laughs) (laughs) It's an Um, issue. If you have to pay $300 to bring your friend back from the dead, is it dick move to think that he should pay you back for it? (laughs) Yes. Um, Do me a favor. What does it look like? How do you revive, revivify Maven the Baker? What does this ritual look like to you? Or what is this... You know, <laughs> you're gonna love this. I'm gonna love this. So he's in it. He's in the chair. Yeah. Hobbit's gonna walk up, kind of look at him, stick his dick in his face, stand, fold his hands in front of 
mm-hmm. in front of him. Then all of a sudden, real quick, I'm going to turn to the right and I'm going to slap him as hard as I can and he's going to come back to life. Yeah, like a magical divine slap. slap. You just beat life yes. into it. <laughs> yes. That's how dwarfs Isn't revivify. Isn't that how babies come into the world? Yeah. That, that's, yeah, you you just beat the life back into Maven the Baker. That's yes. Bitch slap. Beautiful. Um, you, you, you see him cough a little bit. The wounds on his body begin to close. The, the, the blood dries up and begins to slowly go away. And he like, kind of slowly opens his eyes and he and he looks at you and he's like, Hoblet! Oh! You, you came back for me! I won't let you die like that, you old bastard. Oh, you're the greatest friend a, a dwarf could ever ask for. I will be I will fight by your side till the end, brother. Let's not sit here getting all sappy. Let's get the fuck home. Let's get an ale. Deal. I'll buy around for your friends too. They were pivotal in your freedom. Alright. Maven with his newfound figure limps himself over to the nearest bar, which happens to be Spud's slush house. Mm-hmm. Quite the seedy establishment. You remember it vaguely um, from your last victory mm-hmm. celebration that ended you up at drunk in the middle of the Kotsko. You guys are actually seeing at this point, Hoblet and Maven are telling like old war stories together. Um, they seem to be, maybe they had spent some time in like the, in, in like the Dwarven military mm-hmm. um, a long time ago. And Hoblet is getting rip roaring drunk. Blackout levels to the point where it was it's close. To, he's close to entering into another several day long bender. What do you guys do? Someone give me a nail. Must have him with the poison turn. Yeah. Uh, uh, Zero still has the trank gun and one trank dart remaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Zero. Reaches into his backpack, rummages around. It takes him a f- like about twenty seconds because I mean, there's a lot of shit in there, and he hasn't used the trank gun in a while. Pulls it out, and just sort of lays it on the table, pointing towards Hoblet, and then goes back to draining some of his oil into a rocks glass on the table. <laughs> how far away are you from me? <laughs> Fifteen feet. Although, how badly do you think the range matters to this guy? You're not outside three hundred. So, I just, I see it kind of being funny as Hoblet sees him put, I'm going to see him put the Trank gun down. Yeah. Go, oh, it's going to take more than that, lad. And Hoblet's going to charge at zero. Uh, you make me a constitution saving throw really quick at disadvantage. It doesn't matter, <laughs> I nat one to the first one. Oh, perfect. <laughs> As you are trying to stand up from the bar stool to start charging at zero, the bar stool just tips over. You barely make it a step, and you actually pass out mid movement, and you're just out, unconscious on the floor. Okay. No trank dart necessary. <laughs> Jarrell just nods to zero and proceeds to try to just pick him up and you, get him out the door. You do. You do that. So while that was all going on. Mm hmm. Quinn had already left sure. <laughs> and had gone to the project, the project yeah. to meet up with Felix. So Felix finds you, you see, um, he's got a, a lab coat on as well now. And he's got, uh, he's even wearing a monocle. 
in addition to his goggles, mm-hmm. God, he's which looks a... ridiculous, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's got goggles on, the monocle over the goggles. And he sees you, Quinn, and he goes, Quinn, oh, yes, please, come here, come here, over here, into the uh, lab lab number uh, seven and a half, over here. Okay, so you I, wonder I, why there's even sure. a half of lab to yeah, begin yeah. with, right. Um, I, you know, I don't even question things anymore here. Yeah, you see it's like a, a little room that was almost shoddily built as an addendum to lab seven which is part of the main facility. And um, he takes you in there. There's like a little uh, little workbench that has like a vice grip on it. But the vice grip has like almost like pointed um, like holders. Mm. So, you know, it's there to kind of hold and examine like jewelry or gems or things like that, right? He's like, do you mind if I see the uh, the jewel, the gem that you have? So I pull it out of my right. satchel and I hand it to He just Felix. places it on top of the, you know, like inside of this like vice and... You see him flip the magic detecting goggles in, and he kind of like scans it a bit, observes it for a little while, and he's like, "Okay, yep." Uh, so we're gonna have to do this on the on the on the, on the down low, Quinn. Down low's my specialty. But I may have found a buyer for this thing, and he's here, Tamasha here. Um, but. Well, I'll explain later. Are you in? You want to sell this thing? You want to try to make some money? Sure. Okay. Cool. Uh, come with me. And Quinn and Felix disappear into the crowds of people in Tamasha here. Hmm. Smash cut back to the bar. You guys are Cast out Hoblet. Dragging Hoblet where? Mm-hmm. Where? You guys tell me you're dragging. Should we go to the boat? Or should we go to the hotel? I need to do some work with somewhere with a steady table. Do you think we could uh, maybe go to the hotel? Upstairs. Oh, yes. We are here. Perfect. Zero picks up Hoblet, slings him over one shoulder, and is carrying the rocks glass with the oil in his other hand while he hucks hoblet up the stairs to uh, put him in to sleep the drunk off. Okay. Zero's got some work to do this evening. He's on the verge of a breakthrough. <laughs> oh boy. I can't wait to hear about what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's where we're going to call it for this week. Ah, you can't call Where are all these characters going? So, thank you everybody for listening to this uh, awesome little episode of Hapless Heroes. Um, so going forward, Mike's going to be away for a short time while he f- does the whole school thing on the Mondays that, but. You mean while Quinn and Felix go sell a jewel. That I is am, correct. I am teaching the youth of America how to be less sucky. Lord help us. I, Lord, yeah, Lord help the, the world because I'm teaching. Lord Quinn Southwind save them. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the party will be embarking on some sort of wacky journey that we'll, we'll, we'll see where that goes next time. So, thank you again for listening. If you guys like what you heard, we're on social media. We're on the you know interwebs. We want to hear from you. We want to talk to you. We think you're awesome. We love all of you. We're uh, on Twitter, at Hapless Heroes. We're on Facebook. Uh, we have a subreddit. It's uh, sl- reddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes podcast. You know, you can engage with us there. We have a whole list of NPC names that we were just still waiting for people to submit. I'm even thinking about, you know, because why not 
maybe making a separate thread, submit nat one punishments. <laughs> Ooh. That's a good one. I like that. Ooh, that via email, one. via Twitter, via Reddit, wherever you want to do it. Uh, Fuck, we roll enough. Well. You know, the like, bug in the ass. Give me some ideas for uh, how to punish these idiots. I mean, not too hard. Like, I'm not looking to try to like, wow. do a total party kill. I mean, these wonderful, amazing people that I love spending my time with. Um, <laughs> like, I think that'd be a really cool idea. I'll make a I'll make a little post in the subreddit sometime around the time that this episode drops, uh, and I'll put it up on Twitter for people to access. Otherwise, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Every review helps us, you know, grow in the ranks, get more people to see this awesome podcast. Also, like, you know, your kind words inspire us to continue to make the most amazing content you've ever heard in your entire lives. Guaranteed. That's only an opinion, though. So. (laughs) Also, if you really, really like the podcast, you could send a letter to your pen pal informing them of our existence. Weak sauce, man. Was it? That was really bad. I like that. If you really, really, really liked us, become a greeting card creator and make a hapless hero greetings card and sell it to Hallmark. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sell it back to the card companies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also, we have a Patreon page. Yeah. If you chose choose to, if you think that we are worth your hard-earned dollars, um, we have some fun little rewards. You know, it's totally, completely voluntary. We do this stuff for free. You know, it's mostly just to help pay for pizza when we get together. You know, yeah. so uh, it's just pa- patreon.com slash heroes. So with that, I'm going to ha- go ahead and outro our cast until next week. To my right, we have James playing Hoplet the Smasher. You're drunk again, aren't you? We have Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. There's science to be done tonight. We have Mike playing Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, the Temporarily Departed. My goal is to come back with another title. And you just might. <laughs> and John playing Lord Jarrell the Light. Until next time. And again, I'm Francesco, I've been your host and DM. Tune in next week where we see where this wacky adventure takes us. Bye bye now. Bye bye now. Bye bye. 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 Yeah, bye. Bye now. And scene.